Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We've got a lot more still to come on the program here this afternoon, but let's talk about what's certainly been a big issue federally. And the liberals, I think, realize that they didn't roll this out uh, in a smart way. When you start getting backlash from groups that usually have nothing to do with politics and backlash from even within your own party, that you've done something wrong. And so it is a complex issue, and I've been trying to understand all sides of this, trying to understand what's changing, what it means for small businesses, or certain small businesses, maybe it won't impact all of them. Uh, but changes regarding income sprinkling and passive investments. Certainly one thing that, that concerns me is what it means for businesses who want to keep the business within the family. Business owners want to pass the business on to their children, how these changes might impact them. Certainly we should be doing more to encourage entrepreneurship. And maybe if this were part of a broader strategy to reviewing everything that small business has got to go through, could result in some positive change. Maybe there'd be more support. So that is, is, uh, as it is, the liberals seem on their back heels, indicating maybe they're open to some changes. Well, there's going to be a lot more discussion about this at a town hall meeting tonight here in Calgary. Conservative MP Michelle Rimple. Uh, and conservative MP and finance critic Pierre Polyev hosting this meeting goes 7 o'clock tonight at Dalhousie Community Center. Joining us on the line is the aforementioned Pierre Polyev, who's also the uh, MP for Carleton in Ontario. Pierre, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Good to be with you, Rob. All right, so the town hall meeting tonight. Tell us a bit more about what this is all about. I'll be joining uh, local Calgary members of Parliament, including uh, Michelle Rempel, Rempel and Len Weber, uh, to join uh, the fight against this tax grab on local businesses and family farmers. And that, uh, if you, your listeners would like to attend, uh, they can go to the Dalhousie Community Center at 7 p.m. That's at 5432 Dalhart Road. Okay. Now, where are things at in this debate, Pierre? Because, you know, we've heard stories over the last week or so that the Liberals are open to changes, maybe considering some changes. It's is that where we're at? Are they going to make any changes on this? Well, Justin Trudeau is facing uh, uh, the biggest political crisis. Did we lose you, Pierre? Are you still there? It doesn't sound like he's there. All right. Let's see if we can get him back. On the line. That was quite. That was quite a cliffhanger there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, certainly you look at some of the controversy that have been dogging the liberals since they took office. Oh, welcome back. I think we got Pierre Pauly back on the line with us here. Conservative Party uh, shadow finance minister going to be uh, at this town hall meeting tonight, 7 o'clock, Dalhousie Community Center, talking about these uh, changes to small business. So, Pierre, you're talking about uh, kind of the political backlash to all of this, where the, the liberals seem to be scrambling. So what's that likely to mean going forward? Well, there's immense political pressure on liberal MPs from the local gro uh, grocer, the corner store owner, the family farmer or fisher, 
And so our liberal, we're seeing uh, roughly uh, a dozen liberal MPs speaking out publicly against their own government on a fiscal policy. In my career, which has spanned 13 years, I have never seen members of the governing caucus speak out against their own party and their own finance minister the way that we have seen over the last several months uh, in respect of these tax increases. Okay, well, let's talk about them, because it is complex, I, I think, to, to understand what's changing, what it's going to mean. It's not going to affect all businesses. It's going to affect different businesses differently. What's your sense of what the impact could be from this? I'll give you one example. Justin Trudeau is proposing to double tax the investment income of our small business owners. Small businesses have a hard time saving for retirement, because if you put, they put money in, in a, an RRSP, and then have a business emergency, like their restaurant burns down or their crop uh, floods, they can't get the money out of the RRSP to pay to get them through that rough patch. So they save their money inside the company. Now, Justin Trudeau's proposal is to tax the investment income once in the company and then a second time in the hands of the business owner for a total tax rate as high as 73%. Now, that uh, is a devastating attack on the pension, uh, the sick leave savings, and the maternity leave savings of small businesses who, who keep cash in the business for that purpose. Uh, it will also hurt uh, farmers who are renting out land. Uh, retiring farmers rent out land in order to pay for their uh, retirement. Um, a young, I met a, a lady today who said her mother is 90 years old. She relies on rental income from some homes the family built. Uh, in order to pay her retirement, 90-year-old woman will now have a tax rate as high as 73% as a result of these uh, this new tax. Even if these changes made sense, and obviously a lot of people think they don't, but the, the fact that this is being phased in rather quickly, that there's not a, a longer period to, to introduce these changes, uh, there's, there's no grandfathering in some of these changes, so people who've been planning for years are suddenly thrown this curveball. Could that have helped lessen the blow? I don't think so. The, the, the tax changes are fundamentally unfair. Uh, the, for example, the, you know, the double tax I just described on the passive investment income of small business owners um, will not apply to the big Bay Street firms. Those companies big enough to trade on the stock market are completely exempt from any of these new changes. Uh, furthermore, uh, the, the taxes, uh, they, they said they want to address something called income sprinkling. That is the sharing of dividend uh, income with, uh, fa with with family members, well, that's going to make it harder for families to involve their kids and their spouses in the business. They're going to have to prove every minute of work they've done in order for them to get uh, a paid. Well, because if they're uh, involved in the business, that would be exempt, wouldn't it? If they can prove their involvement was sufficient. For example, if the farm wife uh, goes out and fixes the generator in the barn and it takes her 47 minutes and she fails to record that in the, her, her journal log five years later when, she, when they're audited by CRA, are they going to be able to, is she going to be able to prove that she did 41 minutes of work? Um, when they're talking around the dinner table about whether to take on 50 grand in additional debt um, to pay for a new investment, you know, on Bay Street, they'd call that an executive meeting. Uh, at, the, at the farm, they call that a family supper, right? So is CRA going to consider that a contribution? We don't know because the reasonable test, test is so vague. And finally, they're planning to apply a much higher level of taxation on the sale of a family business or farm to a family member than on the sale to a stranger. 
So if you sell your farm to your son, you'll pay a 45% dividend tax. If you sell it to a multinational foreign company who will rent it to your son, you pay no tax at all because it's, a, it's considered a, a tax-exempt capital gain. So we're going to, over 25 years, the international intergenerational family farm will no longer exist because these big firms will have the uh, the, the ability to outbid the farm kids and take over the farm property. Right, but the, the, not all farms are incorporated, right? We're, we're talking about incorporated farms. The, the vast right. majority, the vast majority of farms mm-hmm. these days are, in, are incorporated. Well, I think that's become one of the, the big questions in this debate. How many businesses is this going to impact? The Liberals have insisted that uh, those earning under $150,000 aren't going to be impacted by this. Others say, no, I think... That, that's that's a wrong assessment because there's a lot of ways in which it will hit those who are earning less than that. So what's what's your assessment of that? Well, there's no there's definitely nothing in the law that exempts people who earn less than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year from being impacted. So uh, I, we don't we can't figure out on what basis the, uh, the prime minister is coming up with that number, um, because the average small business owner makes uh, two thirds of small business owners earn less than $73,000 a year. So, you know, they are all going to be affected if they are incorporated. These rules will apply to them. Was there a problem that needed to be solved in the first place, the idea that high-income earning individuals could incorporate as a way to pay less tax? Did that need to be addressed? So far, we've seen no evidence of a a major problem. Uh, You know, the, the, the government is not producing any data to show that people are abusing the incorporation process. The thing to remember about incorporations, Rob, is that your tax, it is true that businesses are taxed at a lower rate than individuals. But if you earn $100 of um, profit in your business, you're taxed 15 bucks up front. And then when you pull the, the, the $85 left over out of the company, you're taxed on what's left so that you're brought to the full marginal tax rate under the Income Tax Act. So you, uh, really, the people who are incorporated are going to pay the tax anyway. It's just a question of timing. Um, and I think Justin Trudeau wants the money now, and that's why he's trying to force people's savings out of their companies and uh, into the tax system right away. Well, is this more about a need for revenue then? That's all it's about. Uh, Trudeau's deficit is 80% bigger than he promised. And he's running out of cash, so he's turning his attention to small businesses and family farmers to pay for his out-of-control spending. And the question of whether the Liberals are willing to to make some changes, do you, do you feel that this is something that can be fixed with, with mere tinkering? No, absolutely not. These changes will, the proposals as they are currently written, will mean the end of the intergenerational family farm. They will mean a 72% tax rate on the, on the savings of, of small business people. According to the Liberal Premier in Nova Scotia, it will mean a major reduction in the availability of family doctors. Um, so th- we're talking about fundamental problems that are going to do serious damage to uh, people's lives, not just their pocketbooks. They need, if they want to proceed, if the Liberals want to proceed with any changes, they'll have to look nothing like the ones that are before us today. All right. Well, we'll see if that happens. In the meantime, 7 o'clock tonight, Dalhousie Community Center. This town hall meeting uh, is set for this evening. Pierre Polyev, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Good to be with you. Take care. Pierre Polyev, uh, Conservative MP for Carleton in Ontario. He is the recently appointed 
finance critic, shadow minister, whichever term you prefer, on the finance portfolio. So he'll be there tonight. Uh, Michelle Rempel will be there. Uh, I believe Len Weber as well, Pierre mentioned. So it's 7 o'clock tonight at the Dalhousie Community Center if you're interested in uh, finding out more. Our number here, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.